the college basketball experience national championship preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks uh, brought to you by shady rays. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized glasses. We're also brought to you by the golf gambling podcast, Callaway driver giveaway. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by baseball. Money is fake. Yes. Our fantasy baseball podcast Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you'll ever need to dominate. So go subscribe over there and remember as always to let it ride. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Just who the hell you're listening to? Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Down to one game. Down to one game. Shout out to the chat. So David's in there. He's a Yukon fan. He's excited. Good for him. You know? Dave Marino. Brother of Dan Marino. Matthew Austin. Joe. Trevor. All these great fucking people. Uh, and I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, host of the Ryan and Russ show, host of the NFL gambling podcast. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. What's up, man, man. A little sad last game championship Monday, but here we are. We got Yukon and San Diego state. Let's go. Oh man. I mean, who would have thought this back in, uh, back on November 5th or whatever fucking day it was that we were doing our last preview LSU won, and somehow the civil war is about to jump off. I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I think actually the civil war, civil war is about to jump off. See, I, I, I've been off the internet, the interwebs today, just signed on, just signed on right now. Um, and getting ready for, uh, for tomorrow. Uh, and, and just what, what a game we got on our hands here. Um, kudos to you on the right side of Yukon. Uh, and you were on San Diego state too, right? Yeah, they didn't cover, but I, I got it live at half on the money line when I called into the show. So it made a little bit of a profit there for the assets. Never a sweat baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that game was unbelievable. That's like the best, the best final four game I can probably remember. Well, no, no, since UConn, I'm, I'm sorry, since uh, UCLA Gonzaga, <laughs> That's how good March Madness is. That's the best Final Four game in uh, two years. Uh, and before that, I'm sure I could go and find another one. Duke but Carolina last year was pretty damn good too. That's true. That's what that I'm was saying. a game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so I'm just completely talking out of my ass right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean this game's awesome though. I'm super excited to watch this game. I actually think, as far as national championships go, this is probably the most excited I've been since the UVA Texas Tech national championship. 
Um, what what'd you make of both the games? Uh, and uh, what'd you make of this this national championship we have upon us? I love the matchup. I think it's going to be a hell of a game, and we'll get into how each team matches up with one one another. Uh, I th- I'm, I wasn't surprised at all with UConn. I thought that was a horrible matchup for Miami, just because they had no answer for Sonogo and clinging inside. You could just see their size and how it bothered yeah. Wong and and pack on. I saw the Dude, how Sunogo many layups hit two threes in the first <laughs> oh, minute of yeah. the game. But also, I, I I you know and I I you know I took Miami. I thought Miami was somehow finding ways to do this against, you know, elite teams throughout the tournament. And I was looked like a fool because, and I know Miami fans were saying, well, they missed like 15 layups or 20 layups. Now those were difficult layups, man. Maybe they make a couple more. They would lose again if they played UConn right now. And they would probably lose by a substantial amount. There's a chance it could be by more. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's hard to make a layup over a six foot 10 dude that blocks two, three shots a game, and then a seven foot two giant that comes in. So yeah, you're going to miss some layups when they're altered, especially with how small pack and Wong were. And that's why I thought Texas really missed a Sue because those shots weren't altered in the second half when they just kept driving it and getting to the free throw line. So I just felt like UConn continued uh, the Texas game plan, but finished it off this time rather than collapsing like Texas did. Well, but to be fair though, I also think on the other side of things, Miami was playing very selfishly. Like mm-hmm. against Texas, they were passing the ball a lot better. And uh, that that's one thing that goes so far as being unselfish, finding the open man. I, I can't tell you how many times I saw Wong uh, or, or Nigel pack or, or even Jordan Miller cutting to the basket, trying like t- one on four, one on three, one on two. Agreed. And it just, it just wasn't uh, just wasn't working. Yes. Hurley is making Colby eat dirty booty. Uh, <laughs> we'll see though. Because you know what they say. Actually, no. I mean, you're in the fucking championship game. I'll give him his respect. Because I was gonna say, like, if you're not first, you're last. But uh, <laughs> it's not, not I, necessarily true. I I agreed with you in terms of Miami was a little out of character. I mean, I've criticized Miami's defense, and they haven't been a good defensive team. But offensively, they've been really good all year. And you, I, you never saw Larinaga jump his players like he did on Saturday night because they weren't sharing the ball. It, it was kind of, Hey, I'm on the national stage and we forgot how we got here, sharing the ball, making shots and making the extra pass. They didn't do any of that last night. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, credit to UConn, UConn. I thought, I mean, even to close out the half, getting the three, the way they did, they kind of just stomped, stomped on them the entire game. And meanwhile, San Diego state did exactly kind of what I thought they would do. Now they didn't cover as I took San Diego state minus one and a half, but uh, I thought they would be down and I thought they would come back. So it kind of went exactly the way I planned there. Just didn't cover with the, I thought maybe I'd get a free throw or something. So um, here we are. I mean, and shout out to FAU. If the yeah, players man. are listening to this, which I highly doubt because they try to get, try to get, uh, you know, some, some, some uh, people that know what the fuck they're talking. I'm joking. I know what I'm talking about, but you know, sometimes, sometimes I, but if they're listening, don't transfer. Just come back to FAU. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think you could do it again, man. I think that team was really good. But down the stretch, down the stretch, uh, San Diego State, offensive rebound, every fucking possession, great defense. I think yeah. only 11 points the final, I don't know, 10 minutes, whatever that stat was. Um, So not surprised at all because that's the Aztecs game. And here we are. Here we are with a great national championship. Now, I made this case on the final four when we, on the final four episode, I thought the one team that posed the biggest threat to UConn was San Diego state. Uh, if I was ranking them, I think I said, I'd go, you, you know, uh, for, as far as UConn's opponents, San Diego state one, Miami two, FAU three. Uh, here we are They're, We're going to get what I think is the top matchup for, for everyone. That's all over the, uh, and I, uh, or not NIL, but, uh, all over UConn. We're going to get what I think is, is the most appealing matchup, maybe of the whole fucking tournament. We'll see. But, uh, what, what did you think coming into the final four? Were you on the same page as me as like the one team that could really pose the biggest threat? Now I took Miami because once again, I thought they would probably lose. I mean, I took them to beat Houston, was shocked. They beat Texas. So I said, Hey, maybe this is a, this is a moment here, but I was more so trying to convince myself. I feel like if I'm being honest, whereas like San Diego state, I thought like 
the size fits as far as like a matchup that makes sense. That could be a really good game. What did you, what, what, do you, what did you uh, think would be the biggest test for anyone remaining in the final four for you? Yeah, I, I, I think I did say it on the show, but definitely San Diego state just because UConn, like when they get off the, like, you know, in football, they say they get off the bus and they get off the bus, sorry. And they pass the eye test. UConn is that team. They got the two bigs. They got size at the guard size in the front court, but San Diego state has, they're not as big as UConn, but they have as they have as much depth and they have multiple athletes to throw at UConn. So I think they're not going to be intimidated. They're grown men because of the senior uh, the COVID year. And they got, they, they got 22, 23, even 24 year olds on this team. And they've been through, they've been through wars and they've won multiple games, this NCAA tournament in different ways. So they, I I'm anticipating a rock fight here tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'll be honest. I actually think San Diego state might be the more athletic team here. I, I don't I, disagree on the yeah, perimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, this is going to be really fucking interesting to, uh, to watch. Um, all right, folks, before we get to talking about the, the ins and outs of the game, um, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by shady Rays. kick off the new year with some gear that's built to last our friends at shady Rays Have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers uh, a world-class product. That's just as good as really any expensive pair you've ever worn durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Yes, every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Yeah, you lost one. Ah, oh, left it on the old flight. Not a problem. They got you. Oh, I was out camping and I, you know, a bear came and uh, attacked us. Uh, so we ran away and he destroyed my Shady Rays. Not a problem. Look, if you lose a pair, break a pair, even on day one, you could you could buy this pair, and on the way home, you're in the middle of an argument, you know, with your son, and you throw this pair of glasses at him, and it breaks. Yeah, you turn around, go back, pick up a new one. They told they told us they would send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Uh, wear your Shady Rays with confidence because uh, they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good, and you can feel good. Uh, I mean, look, to date, they have uh, donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. Shout out to that. Uh, and if you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And right now, exclusively to our listeners, uh, Shady Rays is giving out the, their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off. Uh, two pairs, 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try, uh, try for yourself, you know, and, and look, the, 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 the shades are rated five stars by over 200,000 people on the internet, on the interweb. So go check them out. And remember as always, uh, to tell them that you're from SGPN and let it ride. All right. Oh, Dave Marino says I used to buy weed off a guy named shady Ray. Oh, there. <laughs> And you're in Fresno can hundred percent buy that. I can hundred percent buy that. Um, David, I know you were asking me some questions. Do we have those uh, pinpointed Noah? If so, I would like to uh, yesterday on. Okay. So David says, if you're and you should be watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Colby, I'd like to ask you two things yesterday on SGPN. All the talk was on SDU's defense and their experience. Isn't Miami a better offensive team than FAU? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're similar, right? They're both in the top 20. I feel like, right? Yeah. I, I, I like think Miami have been 20. playing better down the stretch, yeah. but I mean, FAU is a hard team to guard. They put points up on Memphis and, uh, and Kansas state as well in the elite eight. Well, another thing is FAU, the way they pass the ball, they're the mm -hmm. opposite of Miami to me. Like they, yeah, they're playing small ball. But God damn, they were beating San Diego State in and for like three fourths of that game in finding the open guy. And San Diego State's got to me great transition defense, great at the the guarding the three. But that's how crisp the ball movement was for FAU. Uh, David then says second UConn starts a senior, two juniors, and a lottery pick sophomore, and then there are two seniors off the bench. UConn not a bunch of one and done joining. True, true. But as as your own coach said. Uh, Dan Hurley today that San Diego state's like an NBA team. They're older than NBA teams. Um, 
I mean, I think I went through the 10 man rotation and I think it was eight seniors or super yep. seniors, multiple super seniors, uh, and two juniors that also have four years experience because of the COVID eligibility. Butler and Parrish. Yep. I mean, that's like basically 10 seniors. You have 10, you're going up against 10 seniors. Now, look, I'm not saying San Diego state's not going to be the type of team to just beat the hell out of UConn. San Diego state wins the way they do. They remind me. And I mentioned this on the show. They remind me of UVA in 2019. They, you know, 2019, you can go back to the UVA should have lost to Auburn and Purdue. Probably, you know, I mean, I don't want to say should have, they got it done, but damn, did they need some, some high drama, uh, you know, throughout those, that, that tournament to get to the championship, even the championship game to get the game to overtime. They were about to lose the Texas tech. They had to hit Jerome Hunter had to hit like a, a crazy three out of bounds of memory surgery, correct or tied Jerome, whoever the fuck it was. Um, so San Diego state reminds me of that because they, uh, they just stick around like those, you uh, like the UVA game. I feel like multiple times. I feel like we thought Auburn had them beat. Wasn't the case. They battled out uh, Texas tech. I thought had them beat. Wasn't the case. Even go back to the first round of that game or of that season. Gardner Webb was up like a, I think a decent amount at halftime on UVA. So it reminds me, if you look at San Diego State's story, they were down to Charleston in the second half by six or seven. The, the only game they had the flat out lead was the Furman game. After that, Alabama was up nine with at like the eight minute mark. I feel like, right. Um, yep. Then you go Creighton. Creighton was up seven in the second half. And then FAU was up 14. That was the biggest final four comeback in the history of the sport, I believe. So, uh, I mean, just an unbelievable, uh, that's, that's what I'm comparing. There is that we're going to talk more on it in a second, but I want to tell you that we're brought to you by sword vitality. Yes. Look, everyone, everyone wants to go to the big dance, but to go to the big dance, you're going to need to have, uh, you know, make sure the plumbing is correct because part of going to the big dance, uh, is the reward afterwards, which is, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, having a, an erection, let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Look, you, you, you don't go to the ball. If Cinderella is not there, right? Come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> 40, 40% men are, uh, did you know that 40% men are uh, affected by impotence at the age of 40 and nearly 70% of men at the age of 70. That's probably why Laranega lost. Um, look, stop uh, buying highly suspect pills in gas stations because look, we've all had a few uh, few screwdrivers, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're buying some horny goat re- goat weed at a fucking Exxon. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, we've been there. You you popping that thing? It does absolutely nothing. You know, and then you just you've had too many whiskeys, and next thing you know, you're watching. I don't know. Conan the Barbarian by herself, and she's gone home. You know what I mean? Uh, look, no more, no more of that, right? Because look, if you manscape, you got to take. You might as well go all the way. Take care of the plumbing. Sore Vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man if you aren't experiencing erections in the morning. Because I mean, come on, you wake up in the morning. That's part of the fun about a new day. All right. Uh, talking about sword vitality should be as comfortable as anything else too. All right. This is 2023. You should be able to go out with the guys, knock down a couple pitchers of beer while you're bowling some frames and say, you know what guys? Uh, you know, I like, uh, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you Steve in a minute. Well, you know, I've been hiking. I've been watching football. You know what? I've been using this sword vitality stuff. Boom. It should be that comfortable because look, if they're going to hate you, (laughs) come on, just say, yeah, I like to have sex. Boom. (laughs) <laughs> done. There's no answer to that. There's no answer to that. So look, the three main benefits though, are increasing blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. And also sort of vitality can increase your stamina just in general. You don't have to hide it. Uh, you can be proud of it. So, uh, unsheath your sword, uh, visit swordvitality.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by our driver giveaway. No, no, no. We're not giving you a, you know, we're not sending you an Uber, giving you a driver. You know what I mean? They don't know what the fuck they're doing out on the roads. You know what I mean? So we're giving you a real 
driver. Like if you're out on the golf course sipping, uh, you know, margaritas and whacking the hell out of the ball. All right. This is brought to you by the golf gambling podcast in their tailor made driver <laughs> contest. The contest is completely free to enter and uh, you have a chance to win, you know, awesome tailor made driver. I mean, shit better than uh, fucking better than air force one. You know what I mean? The, the drawing will take place Sunday, April 8th. Uh, so make sure you get in by going to sports gambling slash driver. All right. This is not a Kennedy driver either. All right. Uh, that's sports gambling podcast.com slash driver. How are we doing? Uh, hope you like those ad reads. We're back on the college basketball experience. And here we are talking. I see the frozen floor talk. Don't worry. No, we'll have some short videos. Just subscribe yourself to youtube.com uh, slash the college experience. Um, and, and Daquan, look, I'm going to have Noah do that. Look, I know you think I bullshit a lot, which, you know, in humor I do. Right. But I actually watch all of the basketball games and the football games. I can't bullshit you, man. If I'm talking frozen four, it's like with the college <laughs> baseball experience, man, when I'm doing the college baseball experience, Noah's talking, I'm picking, I watch a, a D I actually watch more college baseball than I do like way more college baseball than I do college hockey. So I, I have like a little bit of it, little bit of knowledge on college baseball but Noah actually knows what the fuck he's talking about. He played college baseball. All right. When it comes to the frozen four, I just thought that was like a fucking order at, uh, at dairy queen. You know dairy what I mean? Queen. Like I had no idea. I like, I can't talk intelligently, man. So slap shot. Yeah. So I'm saying Noah's going to be able to do that. You know, Noah's going to be able to, to, to do some short videos because I don't want to bullshit you. All right. That's the reality. The reality is, look, if I could sit there and say, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're I'm the Golden Gophers, uh, the front line is fucking great. No, I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, man. So instead of doing that, I would I would rather have Noah do that. And maybe Noah has no idea what he's talking about. I haven't even double checked with him. But to me, he's <laughs> interested with the Frozen Four. So I'm buying, I'm buying in. I'm buying into Noah. He could be he could be selling me some shit though, but we'll find out. Um here we are, buddy. The natty is here and uh, the spread is seven and a half. I do. I did see some eights out there this morning. Uh, Noah's flex in the big 10 is the best hockey. I sure fucking hope so. You got all the weather, <laughs> right? You got the igloos up there, Wisconsin, like when Minnesota, fans, and Michigan. <laughs> yeah. SEC fans are like, yeah, you know, you're the best. Uh, we're the best league. Baseball. Like, no Baseball. shit. <laughs> It's like, come on. Uh, how about you play your season at a different time of year and maybe every other school will have a fucking chance. You know what I mean? That one's come on. The big just, Ten's got to win in something, man. Yeah. There you go. They got that. Their chess teams are probably decent. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So anyway, look, that line I jumping around seven and a half and eight from what I can tell right now. And, uh, <laughs> Noah's talking trash about the Big Twelve. Uh yeah, sorry. We 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 got the last two. We're still the defending champs for right now. Oh. So we took the year off. No three Pete. Let's let's seriously talk about this game, though, because I find this matchup, I'll be honest. And look, I, I get the fact that you know, a lot of people come in and, and say, I hate Yukon. I've been hating on Yukon. I had Yukon beating Iona. I had Yukon beating St. Mary's. After that is where I faded Yukon. And uh, I've ate shit on that. Now, Arkansas, I thought would play better. They didn't. Shout out to UConn. Gonzaga, I took Gonzaga. I was a skeptic on my pick. Like, but like, if I'm being honest with myself, for in the circle of trust, I was a skeptic when I picked it. Uh, I took Miami. I was a skeptic when I picked it. Between me and you, like, if I'm talking to myself here, which we all have that that voice within yourself. Right. It was a hard play for Larinaga. I believe San Diego State could win this game. Like I, I, and this is not me doing shtick. I believe this is a very good matchup. Now, should UConn be favored? A hundred percent. But I believe San Diego State has the. It's just a good matchup for them. I believe that. I, I really believe they can cause havoc on their bigs. Now, I still expect UConn's bigs 
to be able to, they're going to win the stat sheet against San Diego state's bigs, probably get some of them in foul trouble. But I think San Diego state has the depth. And what I do love is the guard play of San Diego state, especially on the defensive side of the ball. When I watch UConn play basketball, they're a very good team. They're very athletic and they're very, they can run the floor really well. And they're, they deserve to be where they are. I'm not going to bullshit you, but they make a lot of turnovers. And I, I, I frankly, I was surprised Larinaga didn't press more. And uh, especially when you're down double digits in the second half, I think there's an advantage there for San Diego state. I think there is an ad- clear advantage on the defensive side of the ball that they can make their guard play really have to work and really, you know, we saw it when they played Alabama or Creighton. You know, I felt like those teams were were exhausted. Even when they had open looks, I felt like they were exhausted. They're like that, San Diego State's like that gnat that's in your face the entire fucking time. You know what I mean? And it's just bothering you. Uh, so I actually believe that the Aztecs have an advantage with guard play and the way that they defend. Now, obviously, UConn has the advantage with the bigs, but I think San Diego State has four guys that are capable of a fouling the shit out of them. (laughs) But also I believe they're athletic enough to challenge their shots. Right. I really believe that. Like, I believe that each, each shot for the most part, you know, not in a transition or something, but Sonogo in the post or something, I think it's going to, it's going to be a harder shot for him than he's had to do in quite a while. So I, I love the points in San Diego state here. And I love, I've, I've been watching uh, so, some uh, TV today. Everybody that I've seen pick this thing besides us at SGPN <laughs> is all over UConn. I think it's a great matchup. You, and, and another thing is you go back uh, to the, to the losses that UConn did lose. You know, some of those are weird. Like the St. John's one, I have no idea how to, how to really assess that. Besides the fact that like St. John's like Posh Alexander's a great defender. I mean, maybe I can buy a little bit into the defense of the guards, but I believe like Seton Hall Marquette, they play similar. I, I don't want to say like their perfect match, but I, 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 I think that's how UConn lost was essentially the defense on the guards. Uh, am I crazy for that take Mac? No, I, I think this is going to be a game and you mentioned it with UConn's guards. I thought Miami's pressure at times bothered them in the second half. San Diego stayed in the past. I think they showed it a couple times against Alabama and maybe they've been saving it for a game like this where they'll go a little two, two, one, just to, not, not so much to turn you over, but more of a press to contain you and then drop back and match up out of that. So maybe instead of you make UConn use eight, nine seconds of the shot clock just to get it over the 10th second. And the next thing you know, they're calling their offense at 16, 17 seconds, and then trying to get in their offense to shrink the game and muck it up. I think San Diego state pulls out all the stops, mucks this thing up. And you mentioned it, the four front court guys for the asset, they got 20,000 between those four guys They're they're they, And they're going to get their money's worth as well. They're not going to be intimidated of Sonogo and Klingon. We, we already mentioned the uh, experience with these guys. And outside of Jackson uh, for UConn on the perimeter, I think the Aztecs are just as athletic um, on the perimeter. So I, I think this is a I think this is a good matchup for San Diego State. Oh, I think it's a I, great matchup for them. I think yeah. if you're an Aztec fan, you would have struggled more with Miami than UConn. As far Agre- as like the, yeah. the style of play that they play, like they, let's be honest, Florida Atlantic was up that whole game. I think that style of play gives, I mean, they lost to Nevada with Steve Alford earlier this year. That style of play, I think gives San Diego state the biggest fits, right? And I saw, I saw Trevor talking about this, you know, Trevor, we love you here, man. But I mean, how many times can you say that that was luck? I I would argue that San Diego state is just as deep as Yukon, by the way, but you know, I agree. How many, I I actually think San Diego state should have won by 10 yesterday. When you're getting yeah, that many offensive rebounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many offensive rebounds was that? It was like 58% of the possessions in the second yeah. half were yep. multiple possessions for San Diego State. They just couldn't score. So they had to sweat that thing out. 
when you add like in any basketball game, I feel like with college hoops, if you get that many offensive rebounds, you know, in, 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 in a stretch of a second half, normally that team never loses. And, and San Diego state didn't lose, but damn, they, they made the, they made it close. So, and, and um, for, and for everybody that's saying that they're going to be outmatched athletically, Alabama is just as, or probably more athletic than UConn. Oh, definitely and, more athletic and than San UConn. Diego definitely state more athletic was than UConn. not intimidated at all in that matchup and went toe for toe. And honestly, just outmanned them. That's how they just beat the shit out of them. Uh, physically, dude, if anyone thinks that UConn's more athletic than Alabama, you're crazy. Oh, I know. Crazy. I mean, yeah. Brandon Miller, we joke about yeah. wrong place, wrong time, but that guy's a physical freak. I mean, six, yeah. nine, be able to handle the ball, shoot the ball the way he can. I know he had a terrible tournament, but now, yeah, I mean, now, he still is a freak now, now to David's credit. They are more experienced, you know, uh, well, at least than Alabama. Yeah. yeah. They're more experienced than, than Alabama. So they have that going in their favor. Look, I think UConn should be favored, but I think, it, I think the whole world is underestimating what's it's just like the 2019 Virginia team. It's like, sometimes it's not a sexy brand of basketball to your Joe Schmoes out there that think college hoops should just be a fucking track meet back and forth. You know, it's like, but they're successful at what they do. And what they do is they bring you in the muck. And I think that will, that's going to happen in this game. Now, UConn could still win this game and I could be wrong. I do not think it's going to be a a blowout. I really, I would be shocked actually, if this one was like a 20 point game, because I I just think San Diego state matches up perfectly with them. Miami did not match up perfectly with them. In my opinion, uh, Gonzaga did not match up well with, with, with Yukon, uh, Arkansas. I actually thought, and they did blow out Arkansas. I thought if there was one, but Arkansas is super inexperienced soup. That team is super inexperienced. San Diego state is the epitome of experience. Everyone's like 25 years old on that fucking team. So I'm all over the Aztecs, man. I'm taking it on the money line too. I'm taking it on the money line. So you know, what's crazy is they actually did give away the look ahead lines, like hypothetical national championships. And it was UConn minus four and a half on Friday. Yeah. So I don't know how we're given three points of value just from what we saw. I mean, UConn played, they played well against Miami, but San Diego state, I mean, they found another way to win. I don't think, I think it's an overreaction with the number here. Um, I, I'm, I'm on San Diego state with the points, obviously. And I'm on the under, cause I think this is going to be that typical national championship. The game that kind of comes to mind is uh remember Duke and Butler in yeah. 2010, when Duke, everybody said Duke's going to roll Butler, but who's Butler to be here. And then Duke had just beat West Virginia in the final four by like 15 to 20. And everybody's like, Duke's just going to roll with coach K and everybody remembers how that ended. It was back and forth. Gordon Hayward almost makes a half court shot. I'm with you. I think this number should be around five, five and a half. Am I crazy for thinking that Florida Atlantic's got better guards than UConn? No, I just, they just don't have the big names. I mean, Davis and Martin, those guys, those guys were went toe to toe with the best guys from Tennessee, Memphis and Kansas state now played all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, see, I mean, I think Hawkins is actually, I think San Diego state's advantage is their guards. I, now you could build me a case of, of UConn just beating them up with their bigs, even though I, I would push back on you. I could see that more. I think Hawkins is going to struggle this game. I think Hawkins will, or at least I don't want to say he's going to be shitty, but I'm saying he's a great player, but I think he's going to have to earn every bucket. And I yeah. don't think he's had to earn every bucket in quite a while. So I think he's going to have to earn every bucket in this game. So I expect him to have his worst shooting percentage in, 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 in a little bit, at least. Like and and another yeah. thing, I would say San Diego State is as close to a Big East team in terms of their style of play, rough, uh, physical, and that's when UConn struggled. When when teams yeah. like you said, Seton Hall got physical with them, Providence, uh, Marquette obviously beat them twice. So I, yeah, I I'm gonna give out San Diego State on the money line at a ha- at a first half. That's at plus one ninety five. Definitely take the points there. They're uh, they're four point dogs. And then under 61 in the first half as well. And then if, if San Diego state is up like six, seven points, just like that, you could go and swing and grab Yukon on the money line at half. Sure. Sure. Cause you yeah. know what, you know, a yeah. San Diego drought, a San Diego state drought will be happening Yep. in this game. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think, I actually think Yukon will probably be winning at halftime, right? I think Yukon will probably be. be up seven, eight points. 
but I think San Diego State does this. It's like I'm telling you, they really fucking remind me of UVA because that like that's what they do. They high they no teams can shoot at the level they shoot at prior to playing San Diego State, and uh, San Diego State will make plays down the stretch to to keep them in this game. And I don't worry about if if Lade's in foul trouble. Next man they up, got they, next they man got up. ten yep. guys. They got ten guys that I think uh, c- can do it. So. Yeah, I think the advantage for San Diego State's the guards, and I, I see uh, Brick Patino talking about it in the chat. I actually like San Diego State's guards against UConn's. I think they have that's their. I think that's their advantage. Now, I think the big question is is can they can they limit and challenge the bigs of UConn? Which you know that's a question everyone's been asking, I guess, all year, and especially in this tournament. But I actually think San Diego State's guard play. Can can actually, uh, I would imagine full court press, some traps, some stuff like that that really makes UConn work. I think UConn's a bit reckless with the basketball, so I, I think San Diego State can certainly take advantage of that. Um, I think Noah is on the Aztecs as well. That's crazy that we have everyone. No one in in like the when I turn on the TV, no one's the taking corporate San Diego world. State. <laughs> everyone hates everyone. Uh, everyone hates on San Diego State there, but. Here at SGPN, I feel like everyone's on San Diego State. Daquan says Colby hates on on Newton. Yeah, that's all good fun though. That's all good <laughs> fun. If I met that guy, I'd buy him a beer. All right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I I actually, I mean, I love this matchup for San Diego State. Like, I think San Diego State plays a style of ball that caters to this game. Like caters to the strengths of UConn and the and the weaknesses of like UConn. To, what's their biggest weakness? They turn over the ball. Well, who's the best defense? It, you know who's the San best Diego defense State. they faced? It's going to be San Diego State. So, uh, cannot wait for this matchup. What are you doing total wise on one thirty two and a half? Under. I, I think that this is going to be the game. Um, San Diego State shot the ball really well the other night, actually, and that's how they got back in the game. I think this is the Alabama game all over again. And and, and remember, this was just ten days ago. Everybody called us fucking idiots for taking San Diego State against Alabama. They're like, oh, they can't slow them down. They can't score enough. Well, they they mucked that game up and won it seventy one sixty four. Um, I definitely like the under because I think they got to muck this game up even more than they did the Alabama game. Yeah. And I see Christopher McGuire in the chat saying they're going to be forced to double the bigs. I don't think they will. Uh, Dutcher doesn't really believe in that. Dutcher's going to go man up. And, and if they get beat, they get beat. But I believe Dutcher Dutcher's you hardly ever saw him in any games this year that I can recall, you know, that where they were just doubling somebody they believe in. And same with, with the, they switch or, you know, they, they are, to me, I would say like the most athletic defensive team I have seen in this tournament, as far as like the way that uh, the way that they will fight through screens, you know, or or just in general, they're super fucking organized. I feel like on the defensive side of the ball, you can tell they practice. What is it like? What they say, ninety minutes uh, practice or some shit? They're focusing on defense. You can tell when you watch them, and, and that's just not that's not last game. That's any of the games. I feel like. They didn't. Uh, they didn't. They didn't double Kalkbrenner, and yeah. that's as good a big man as. Uh, I mean, he's 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 not Sonogo, but I mean, skill wise, he is. They're not going to double. I just I, no. Dutcher doesn't believe that he recruits players to come to San Diego State to play defense. The only situation I would say they would, they, they, I don't think they would double unless they're like getting absolutely destroyed. But I don't think they will get just like. No, I I, I would really be surprised if they double. So. They're going to trust their ball pressure, just like everybody else does against Purdue, to make those passes longer and and just and muck up the game. It, UConn, they, they're they're going man for man. They're they're not intimidated of UConn. Honestly, like the one weakness I saw, or the like with FAU, uh, with with San Diego State, especially like I said, for about for about thirty minutes of that game, thirty minutes of game time, the way that FAU was spreading the ball around. I thought they were beating San Diego State strictly on that. The ball was getting ahead. The ball movement was fucking incredible. So if you're Danny Hurley, I think if you if UConn can get that ball moving, swinging around, that's your advantage. But I, I'd still be shocked if they doubled. If they doubled any of the bigs, um, I can't wait to watch this game. 
We're all on San Diego State. So me, you, Noah, Kramer, Green, but everyone else, the whole world is on. <laughs> you saw the money. Look we're, at the money. We're making up right the 13%. Let's go. SGPN's at 13%. So yeah, we're getting in the foxhole on this one. What's your final score prediction? I got 66, 64 San Diego State wins. And I think Tuesday, they're announcing the Pac 12. They should come to Big 12, man. Come to Real they, League. Hey, if I'm your mark, I'm on the phone. I'm on oh, the I, phone. I, yeah. They, the football's bright there, too. Um, I'm going to go UConn wins it 66 63. I think they come back and they win a late one. I think they get the benefit of the whistle down the stretch. And, but I got San Diego State leading this game for majority. They just run out of gas. But I expect a hell of a ball game, and I'm on the unders. Oh man, it's gonna be a fucking game, man. Uh, and look, we in case you missed it, we were doing an eight like a fucking eight hour broadcast. I feel like Noah loaded us up. Let's show that Lamont Butler. Which, by the way, I was not shocked at all. I knew he was gonna hit the game winner when 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 he had the ball. I was like, this is who they want. It, to me, if it was Bradley, I was like, FAU is gonna win. Noah, can we load up this clip? Fifteen, oh. fourteen. They're going to John L. Davis. They're the team's best player. Nice little move. Oh, blocked. All right. Here we go. They eight, got eight seconds. Seven. Oh my God. They're going to win the game. Butler. That's Lamont not who Butler you want to shoot seconds. this. Two seconds. He's got to put it up. And he wins. Yes. He wins it with the jumper. A San Diego State miracle. Oh, he's going for the win. That is, is the best part right here. Sports yeah. amazing, but is we didn't get the blue bloods in. This is a whole final four. Zachary oh, yelling right into right into Sister Jean's face. <laughs> oh my god, Decker, that's the best part. Shout out to Justin Decker, who we know through stand up over the years. He's a San Diego State alum, um, and uh, and wow, I mean, just a uh, what an ending for him. Yeah, I mean, I I think. I think they got a decent shot, man. I think that's completely, uh, I, I think they're on the wrong. Like, I, I really think this is a good matchup for them. I know that I've been hating on UConn the past, like four games. Some of that was me just fading Dan Hurley and doing shtick. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I really believe San Diego state matches up well with them. Now UConn still might win, but I think this is a good matchup and I think it's going to be a great championship game. Um, what else should we talk about? <laughs> Man, we're at the end, unfortunately. Uh, transfer portal. Lampkin's going to be a Buffalo, dude. They're bringing in what on threes, number one recruit yeah. in the nation. Yep. Lampkin. I heard Graham Ek, the uh, Wyoming transfers, rumored to be a buff in the next twenty four hours or so, and they got KJ Simpson, Tristan De Silva coming back. Woo. Dion, what are you doing? What are you coaching the basketball program too? What the <laughs> fuck's happening? We coming. We coming. Uh. <laughs> I mean, uh, what else we have? We have, uh, I saw Jameer Nelson jr. Landed at TCU. I thought that was a good get considering that they're losing Mike miles. Yeah. He so. he was good a couple years ago in the national stage when they got to the tournament we're, we're the portal is going to go out of control here after uh, Hunter night. Dickinson, yeah. Hunter Dickinson. What? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, dude. I mean, he's gotta be going to what? Like Carolina or Duke, right? What about Kansas? Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, he's, bitch, he's like you're at perfect... Michigan. You've won championship. This is like the McCuller move. I, I know. Mean, at least Texas tech had never won a championship, but damn it. You were in the championship game, right? Like twice Mi Michigan has been in the championship game very recently twice in the last 10 years. Yeah. What? No, it's th this is, this is madness. I don't, I don't, I don't get, this is, I don't get these guys. Like what else does Hunter Dickinson want? I'm confused. I mean, unless it's just a fat paycheck, unless, but I would think Michigan would be able to pay. Michigan's got money too. Yeah, though. I, I, I'm dumbfounded by that one. You know, uh, wait, there was a, a couple other transfer portal guys that I was like, whoa, oh, uh, Tremont Mark, what? From Houston, yeah, I know. What? Why? 
I don't. I, sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other Look side. Look at but Caleb hey, Mills. He transferred AAC Player of the Year transfers to Florida State. No one's ever heard from him again. He's in the yeah, witness protection they, program. And then they went to the Final Four. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane. Michigan doesn't have big NIL money, but don't they have the? Uh, I the just hell find are that they doing there? Believe. I find that like they better <laughs> they better start getting so. Yeah, I mean, it's Michigan. Their enrollment is the big, some of the biggest in all of America. I feel like tell like Jalen Rose to pay up and Chris Weber step calling timeouts and pay up. Yeah, I mean, it's Caleb Love. Uh, Brick Patino says, is, "Can Huddy, can Huggy Bear uh, get Caleb Love?" I, I'm hearing Caleb Love to Missouri uh, talk. I see Caleb Love to St. John's or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Posh Alexander's in the portal. I think he'd be a great get. I don't know why Patino. I thought Patino would bring back him because I thought if there was one guy that kind of played Patino ball, I understand he got Soriano back, but Posh Alexander's a fucking dog on the defensive side of the ball. Ace Baldwin in the portal. I mean, we're gonna have you covered all off season, folks. So make sure you. you Ace will probably us. go to Penn State, don't you think? I wouldn't. I would get paid. Go get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Penn he State. Can, I mean. It's highly unlikely in his final year you're gonna make the NCAA tournament. You might as well just go get paid. He should go play for Hugs. He's a perfect Hugs guard. Dude, I, I my first thought when I saw him hit the portal, I was like, Big Twelve is gonna get him. Yeah, I thought Houston. Oh, yeah. One of the first thoughts I thought was Kelvin Sampson at Houston. I was like, I could totally see Ace Baldwin playing for for Kelvin Sampson, but in general, uh, yeah, I would expect him to get paid. You know, so maybe Kentucky gets involved with him. I'm like, you know what? Hey, good for him. I mean, he he goes from VCU all the way to Kentucky if that's where he goes. So, do we still think Timmy's coming back too? It sounds like he's leaving, but I'll. Why would you not come back for six figures? Maybe seven. You might even be able to get seven figures out of that. He he's not playing in the league. Like he doesn't he doesn't have those skill sets to play in this modern NBA. He should come back. Get paid more, be a legend even more at Gonzaga. I'm with you. Yeah. Look, the Jeff Ruland days are done. I'm sorry. Uh uh I, Ace Baldwin at Georgetown says Fallon Iverson. That would I could totally sense. see that. I could totally see that. And I would be all on board, man. Uh <laughs> Drew Timmy to dub me. I don't know what's going no. on in the chat. Folks, I want to thank you. And we're still gonna do a reaction show. You'll have us do a reaction show, but uh, you know. And we're going to be rocking with you all off season, talking portal, coaching hires, uh, conference races, conference realignment. But uh, but we want to we want to thank you for for rocking with us all year. Appreciate you, and and yeah, we don't stop here. College football episodes are already out. I mean, we're deep into college football right now, so go check out that the college baseball experience as well. So college football experience, college baseball experience. Go check out those episodes and. Uh, I think you'll, I think you'll dig all that stuff that we do there. I preview all 130 this year. It's going to be 133 FBS college football teams uh, starting early June. Also, uh, if you're an FCS football fan, I also do the FCS. Uh, I cover the FCS once a week. So make sure you check out uh, the college football experience um, and, and subscribe, subscribe to this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, but also Spotify iTunes, please. If you can, that's the real way to get us paid. Also, uh, yeah, I mean, USFL, there we go, Alfred. I host the USFL gambling podcast and also the XFL gambling podcast. I've actually been on fucking fire in the XFL. I've had five straight weeks of three and one ATS. I can't go four and oh for some reason, but God damn it. I'm three and one every week. So, uh, go, go check that out. And, uh, yeah, USFL gambling podcast. Thank you. Big Sam raceway. Uh, we just did a season preview episode. Me and NC Nick have been USFL fans since the 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 mid eighties. All right. So we got you covered. Uh we we did, you know, fifty seven episodes last season. We got you covered. We got you covered. There's already an episode out. There'll be another episode out this week. Also, Moneyline Mac is the host of the Ryan and Russ show. You should check out that show. You should also check out the NFL gambling podcast, which he hosts. And he's going to be involved with the college experience more in the coming months. We will announce it when it's ready, but he will have another show involved with the college experience. So stick around for that. And, uh, and yeah, appreciate you guys get the SGPN app in the app store, or Google play store. It's free to download 
and uh, subscribe. Uh, I'm sorry to our Slack. Our sl- I mean, I'm sorry, not our Slack. Our uh, our Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah, Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord. We're in there talking all. Doesn't matter the sport, man. I'm serious. I mean, I say it sarcastically that we're probably covering the uh, the dog race in New Delhi, but we probably actually really are. If you sometimes I go into the channels. And I'm just perplexed on what people are saying we should bet on fucking ping pong matches and like fucking, I don't know, China or some shit. I don't know, <laughs> but we, I, there's some crazy stuff in there, but we have it all organized for you. So you can kind of just, it's like going through a supermarket of gambling, I would say, but it's, it's also not just like, yeah, some of it is just fun. They have like a food, you know, they have a food fucking channel where they're just talking about what they like to cook. Here's the best way to cook this. I go deep in that every once in a while I go pretty deep in that. I'm like, God damn, we have a lot of stuff. We're talking about movies. I don't know how these people have time. They're just in there, but come on, join the crew. Uh, sports slash discord. All right. Well, until, uh, until Monday night, I hope this game's fantastic. And look, I know David's a Yukon fan. I know a lot of you guys are Yukon fans and look, may the best team win. All right. Um, but go Aztecs. All right. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.